Mastery is nothing more than being better tomorrow than you are today intentionally. Intentionally. Love it. So when I started focusing on being intentionally better tomorrow with the concept of mastery, mm -hmm. the game changed for me. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Very, very excited to introduce my new buddy Mike to you guys. He's got a cool backdrop for those of you who just are listening. Um, I need to find out all of the things about all of the things going on there. I'm uh, looking forward to getting to know Mike and letting him get to know you too. Mike, why don't you let the audience know who you are and what it is you do? Yeah, cool. Uh, Mike Aguilera, I live in New Jersey right now. So I started out as an electrician. So went to a vocational school. And back then, you know, there's normally like uh, two conveyor belts when you're in school. It's like college, college. No, you're going to be a plumber and electrician. <laughs> so that's where I ended up. I ended up, uh, Dan, in a vocational school, been on my own really, really young, on my own since I'm 15. So I had to figure out a lot of stuff. And mm -hmm. then I decided that, you know what, I probably could start my own electrical contracting business. I, I got to be able to do better than the people I was working for. Little did I know. <laughs> Um, I started a business and just became just like them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it for probably a good decade. I just thought to win, work a million hours and just grind mm -hmm. it out seven days a week. And then one day it clicked. I knew um, I had a business partner. We knew that we could not keep going. Um, mm. One, my son was uh, born. And I always tell people this story, Dan, like my son was born and my wife was in the hospital with him and I came home and you know, it's one of these big moments in life that just shift you. And I was putting together one of those, uh, you know, those glider rocking chairs. Oh, yeah. I had one of those. Thing <laughs> and comfort and stuff. I remember finishing building it, Dan, and then sitting in it, testing it and just thinking a minute and just breaking down, crying, going, oh, mm. my goodness, I'm just like my dad. I'm going to work mm. a billion hours. I'm not going to mm. be home with the kids. Is this mm. what life is going to be? So I had my little meltdown there. And um, then from that meltdown, I made a decision. I said, wait a second. I don't, I guess I don't know how to grow a business. Maybe I got to go figure it out. So long story mm -hmm. short, I figured it out. Mm -hmm. And from that period, uh, we were doing about under a million. And 10 years later, we were doing $32 million a year, double digit profit. I had 200 employees, 165 trucks driving all over New Jersey, mm -hmm. fixing plumbing, electrical, if your air conditioner broke, almost anything in your house that broke. We were the we're people. Gonna, we're going to call you guys. Yeah. And, and guess what? And we we were the people that broke the paradigms on how you thought of a contractor. Because our, our guys, they smelled good, looked good, talked good, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did good. Mm -hmm. And I ended up selling that company in 2017 mm -hmm. for a sign my name and walk away deal. Mm -hmm. And that put me into, you know, as I was built that company, I think there's a moment, Dan, in people's lives, maybe the listeners' lives, where... They turn around and and you start saying to yourself, I have success, but everybody around me is suffering. Mm. And that that didn't feel good to me. So I started a coaching company called CEO Warrior. Mm -hmm. And we were the top coaching and implementation organization pretty much in the world for plumbers, HVAC electricians. If you wanted to learn how to grow your service company, mm -hmm. we created more DECA millionaires than anybody I know at growing Amazing. your company. 
And then I decided to um, sell that one in 2020, not because I didn't love it, because the world needed me to help mm -hmm. the world more. So now I got a company called Food Dog Group. Mm -hmm. And this company is, the way to think about this company of what I do today is, you know, you hear everybody talking about 10X, right? 10X mm -hmm. this, 10X that. What a lot of people don't tell you is in order to 10X anything, you got to 20X yourself. Mm, I love I'm that. in the world of helping people 20X themselves so that they can 10X anything. If they want to create legacy wealth, grow a company, be a real estate investor, be an amazing dad, mom, mm -hmm. parent health. Well, that's what we do today. And then I have another mm -hmm. company that's called Business Forge, where we take equity in mm -hmm. companies. And the whole focus is help them exit in three to five years. Mm -hmm. so they could get legacy style wealth, and then they could go and be what we call catalytic impactors. They can impact the world. Amazing. So just a Amazing. little bit going on. So for the listeners, um, before um, before we, we dialed on, I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this guy. Like we could end up on, you could be listening to this on Do It With Dan because his story is really, really motivating. Or we could be beyond success and talking tactical. I think we're probably getting up dancing on both sides. So we'll see where we end up. But, um, but thank you for that. And I think for people who are listening that are, that have maybe have bought in previously to the, the cookie cutter popcorn overnight win. What have you got to say to that person about the journey to making this happen? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a, that's a great question, Dan. And, you know, I think people have these fantasies of the overnight, not that it's not an impossibility, but mm -hmm. I, I've noticed in my own life, that was not the possible thing that you wake up one day and you flip a switch and silver bullets, like it's all, all there. Yeah. And I, I think it's the same in a relationship. I mean, I've been with mm -hmm. my beautiful wife, Jennifer, since we're, since I'm 15 years old and I'm mm -hmm. level, level 52. Now I always tell people, I don't know why people say they're like 52 years old. Like I'm level 52. I'm getting stronger, it. faster, smarter than ever before. Mm -hmm. I call it the decade game. You got to mm -hmm. be in the decade game. And, and a good friend of mine, Dean Jackson, he says like, you know, when's the best time to plant an oak tree? Mm -hmm. Like 25 years ago or today. Mm -hmm. And I find out if you're in the decade game, like, hey, in a decade, I want to mm -hmm. feel like this, be like this, uh, live like this. I want to have this in my life. It removes a lot of pressure from the tomorrow game. Mm -hmm. And my first company that when I finally decided to learn and uh, mm -hmm. grow it, it took less than a decade to take it to 32 million and create mm -hmm. legacy style wealth. Mm -hmm. And the second company that I grew, CEO Warrior, the coaching company, it took a half a decade. So mm -hmm. I think once you prove out the decade game, Mm -hmm. Then you start proving out the half decade game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what, what really feels present as you're speaking is maybe even forgetting about the amount of time that it takes and just enjoying the journey and working on proficiency, working on, as you said, 20X in yourself. How can I do better today? How can I make this next level, next level? And as you do that, the results are going to follow. It's a law of cause and effect, no? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, I think they're stuck in this thing of uh, like what I've been telling a lot of people lately is, you know, people want a vacation. They have this dream of always vacation. And, and I always tell them, like, I don't have to go on vacation because I live a vacation. Mm -hmm. and, exactly. and but I have to I have to put a little definition behind that, because some people think, oh, well, if you live in a vacation, that means you must not do anything. I have not worked in a decade. Now, wait mm -hmm. a second. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of stuff in a day. <laughs> I've written um, 
Well, my latest book's called Mind Power, but I've written yeah. 17 business books before I went into a Mind Power book. And yeah. I'm constantly building and marketing and learning and teaching. But I never worked a day the last 10 years because mm. I'm really clear. If I don't love it, we don't do it. If mm-hmm. we keep not loving it, it's got to be removed. Mm-hmm. And then you're not in that like you need it tomorrow because mm-hmm. every day you wake up, you're just excited. Like I was, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited this morning when my wife and I went for a walk at the Jersey Shore with the dog. I'm excited mm-hmm. when I'm going to go through. I'm like one of these. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I've tried every app and everything, but I always go back to a white pad. <laughs> I'm I'm like rewrote it three times today. <laughs> And, and like, I go back to like, well, I look at this list. I'm like, yeah, I like it. If I don't, let's remove it. Let's remove it. I'm the same with with with, with my business. And it's, it's one of the things we look at when we're breaking down money DNA for people is that you're going to struggle to find flow with something that you're struggling to do, right? <laughs> and uh, I wrote a blog, must be five years ago now, called The Whistling Garbage Man. And what it really comes down to is that the thing that you don't want to do, there's someone in the world that loves doing it. So why not stay in your zone of genius and find yeah. a way to partner up higher or or bring in the person who does love doing that thing so that everybody can be in that space of flow, right? Yeah. And it's interesting what you said, that, you know, because I, I did a training um, it's probably years ago. It's called The Money Cure, mm-hmm. where it talks about, it's all about energy, right? Mm-hmm. And I, during that, I tell people like, Hey, like when you pick up your credit card, let's say, mm-hmm. what, what do you, what do you think about when you think about your credit card? One person says opportunity, free points, the ability mm-hmm. for leverage. The other person says it's like hell it's, it's bills and it's stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about this concept of fun and money or fun and wealth, there has to be an alignment between both of them. They have to be aligned on the same energetic path. Otherwise, and I used to always tell a story um, because, and it could be just this little shift. I used to tell a story like when I was a kid and I found like a, a quarter on the ground, I was so excited. I told my mom, I'm like, look, 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 I found it. She was like, oh, oh, that's so great. You know, good job. And she said, now go wash your hands. Money is dirty. Mm. And people think, oh, wait, well, you were a kid when that happened. And that's the most important no, time. <laughs> inside your mind. <laughs> Money's dirty. And then I challenged the parents. I challenged the parents that listen to this show. Now, when your kid got its um, money from the tooth fairy or the holiday, when your kid was done counting its birthday money, what did you tell that kid to go do? Go wash your hands. Now, I'm not telling people to start (laughs) licking $100 bills, but hang on a minute. I wonder if you carried over that belief to your children that, mm-hmm. you know, money's dirty. And what if that is still sitting as a seed in the back of your mind? And it could be the one thing. Mm. Reframe that. And what mm. if that shifts everything in your business and life? Mm-mm-mm. One of my friends, Matt, he always says that um, the smallest hinges open the biggest doors. Right. And mm. it's it's generally, in my experience with working people, and I'm sure you've seen this too, when you're supporting people and making that breakthrough. It is like this one thing that changes that starts to open up. And I'm not talking about someone who spends all their time sitting around eating Cheetos and watching Netflix. I mean, for the person that's putting in the work and struggling to find the breakthrough, it's normally that one mindset shift. It's that one action. It's that one behavior. It's that one reframe that leads to, to the breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, somebody told me that they said, uh, you know, small hinges swing big doors. And yeah. I said, yeah, but the goal is, to grow the hinge. 
because mm-hmm. that will swing a bigger door. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, exactly. and, and the other thing that uh, triggered from a word that you said, a lot of people today, they're talking about this, um, you know, mindset, it's mindset, it's mindset. And I believe mm-hmm. in that. But let's look at the combination of words, the mind mm-hmm. and set. Now, mm-hmm. when I think of set, you know, I'm from a family, my dad was a mason, you know, if mm-hmm. we poured concrete in your mind, it would set, it wouldn't mm-hmm. move. I, I believe the thing to consider for everybody is we're in the game of mind growth. Mm. See, when you're in the game of mind growth, you're looking for expansion and ascension mm-hmm. Mm. versus mindset. You know, it's like someone saying uh, a positive uh, people all the time. I bounce into them at events like, oh, I'm always positive. And I said, uh, you may not want to be always positive. You'd be out of balance. Sometimes you're mm-hmm. positive. Sometimes you're negative. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're happy. Sometimes you're sad. Don't try to pull out a piece of yourself because mm-hmm. you'll become out of balance. Accept mm-hmm. the pieces of yourself instead of trying to say, oh, well, if I don't tell them I'm always positive, they'll think I'm nasty. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> I'm a firm believer as well. It's like um, the human experience has got texture. It's got context and yeah. all of these pieces. And if, like, much to your point, if I'm pushing away from one part of the human experience, I'm pushing away all of it because I can't be in receivership and resistance at the same time. So it is allowing, accepting, and loving all of those parts of ourselves, and using that to catapult us to be able to sit neutrally experiencing these different parts of the journey and be able yeah. to dive in and do what we're here to do. Because I think we're all here for a reason or a purpose. I, I don't think that it's necessarily going to be for everyone to heal and cure cancer. Um, it could be that your purpose is to be that school teacher that pours into those young minds. It could be that you are supposed to be the whistling garbage man who keeps those streets clean. I think we all do have something to contribute. And when we're in that space of neutrality, we can do that much more efficiently. Yeah. And it doesn't make it no more, uh, no more less or no of more course. more than anyone mm. else. I think one of the dangerous things today that's happening in the world is what I call the comparison effect. Mm-hmm. Like, you're constantly on social media, which I love social media. I, I learn from it. I leverage it. But you're mm-hmm. on there and all of a sudden you you see your friend or your somebody you dated when you were young and all of a sudden their life looks amazing and you go, oh, well, they're probably a thief now or a drug yeah. dealer. So right, you, you <laughs> in your mind, but you comp- you're comparing your life to theirs. Mm-hmm. Instead of why don't we just compare our, our life to our own life? It's mm-hmm. a life by design. And if you don't have a life by design, you, you have it by default. Mm. And I think if people could just step back and say, hang on a minute, if I could create a life by design, what kind of decisions would I make? What kind of thinking would I have to have? What kind of new experiences would I need to get this life by design? And everybody, listen, I'm telling you, you could. Do, I'm no special than any, anyone else. I've had mm-hmm. all the problems, all the nightmares. I've experienced all pain too. I've mm-hmm. also experienced a lot of pleasure and mm-hmm. and a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, you mentioned about energy and yeah. I'm just wondering, was the appreciation for the role that energy has to play something that was always a part of your experience or is that something that came in over the course of your journey as you moved through those levels? Yeah, it, it came in when I was 15 and in vocational school. Um, I ended up getting uh, jumped by five gang members. Not mm-hmm. that I lived in a gang land, but it just happens there were still gangs not far away. Mm-hmm. And after that, I made a commitment to learn martial arts. So I've been doing martial arts for 30, 
seven years now. Mm -hmm. And in martial arts, my one instructor that I was with for about 19 years, he was he was demonstrating things that just seemed superhuman to me. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't. And, and here was this guy who was actually a school teacher during the day wearing a sweater. Mm -hmm. And at night in this martial arts school, you know, just would do things and, and like would like grab my arm and feel like it's going to break apart. And and he would teach me actually how to feel energy. So, no, it mm -hmm. wasn't an intuitive thing. It was a taught thing. But once I mm -hmm. started to learn about it and started to really look, I mean, this guy used to sit there and set his mind that we couldn't lift him up. Now he was five foot four, a hundred and wow. pounds, a little guy, a little guy. And then I think I'm, I'm a pretty strong guy and other guys in the class bigger than me. And we, we couldn't pick him off the ground. I mean, we were pushing and struggling. And when you see something like that, and maybe mm -hmm. some people listening are like, well, that doesn't make sense. But I've experienced it year after year and been able to show other people that. And you start to say to yourself, wait, there's got to be more to this than we know. Mm -hmm. And that led me on the quest of understanding, especially in the Japanese arts, understand what they would call like key energy or chi energy. Now, I did not put it together, Dan, with how this energy applied so much to the outside world. I thought it was all in the martial arts world of defense. Mm -hmm. Once I started to think about it, let me simplify it for everybody. Let's just say that a hundred dollar bill, let's just mm -hmm. say that energy is, is called number 100. Mm -hmm. But in your mind, you're trying to attract it. But the, 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 the thought you're putting at it is number 50. You're not going to get 100 because you're not aligned with that. Mm -hmm. But if I mm -hmm. get aligned with the actual energy of that, and I know it's, it freaks people out. But if you look at it scientifically, every single thing is moving. Mm -hmm. You took a magnifying glass and we looked at this really small. This thing's moving. It's moving. It appears yeah. solid. Mm -hmm. Well, no different than money. It's moving. So the more in tune I become with everything, the mm -hmm. more I attract everything mm -hmm. I desire. And I used to read this Dan in books and go, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but after I created a $32 million business and sold it, yeah. my coaching business, we sold over 40 million in, in, in coaching in 2020. I started mm -hmm. to think, wait a second. There's something going on here. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that. May I ask what, what martial art did you did you do? Have you? I see you probably tried more than one, but what was your your staple? Yeah. I I did. Um, the system was called Karubudo. It was uh, Daituru Aiki Jiu Jitsu, which mm -hmm. was the original samurai Jiu Jitsu. Mm -hmm. um, all the Okinawa weapons. Mm -hmm. I did Taruwaza Kenjutsu, which was mm -hmm. uh, live sword. I did mm -hmm. Shorinru Karate. Now I did them for a very long time. Yeah. And then I've done Muay Thai for about six years, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Sistema, which is a Russian martial arts. So I, I've done a oh. lot, but I've always done it. Let me share with everybody. Everybody listening, write this word down real quick, because this word served me really well. The word mastery, Dan, mm -hmm. used to be a concept when I was training martial arts. I thought I was going to have to wait till I was 90. And I had this big, long, white <laughs> and like white eyes. And I would sit on a mountaintop and you know, riddles. And then I found out through all these years of building companies, building life, building a family, mm -hmm. that mastery is nothing more than being better tomorrow than you are today intentionally. 
intentionally. Love it. So when I started focusing on being intentionally better tomorrow with the concept of mastery, Mm -hmm. the game changed for me. Mm. Then I wasn't a slave to, well, whatever's happening is going to happen. No, no, no. Whatever Mm -hmm. happens, you created it. Mm -hmm. You're always in a state of either creating or destruction, one or the other. Mm -hmm. There's there's no like flat void that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. And so if you go into the state of I'm going to create, Mm -hmm. you start to create. And I don't care if it's business or relationship, a growing a family. You know, I got Mm -hmm. a a 23-year-old son Mm -hmm. who I've learned that. Um, how powerful and strong a son. I don't know if my dad ever felt it, but like my son is so much stronger than me, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like he trained with me his whole life. He's like my deadliest Cobra Kai opponent, right? <laughs> he really, he really is. And then I have a 20-year-old daughter. So I've learned the balance of mm-hmm. uh of a young daughter and 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 a, and a strong young man. So mm-hmm. I think it's for those that are listening, I think you said it so great in the beginning, Dan. You serve so many people this way. If someone, it's not about the blueprint, so to say, it's not about the plan. It's mm-hmm. about hearing one new distinction. Mm-hmm. And that distinction goes flip. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you go, I'm going to think this. And this starts creating that hinge you spoke about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. My son's turning two in December. So uh, wow. I'm, I'm right at the start of the journey, but I'm, I'm already feeling him tugging me in different places. So. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see. How I love it. When my, when my son, well, literally my son was a baby, just born, mm-hmm. like probably six months old. And, and my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. And I'd be moving his hand, like wax on, wax on, <laughs> moving his hand. And, and then when he was one and then when he's two, they start to move. So yeah. I started to, you know, teach him things. Yeah. And now my son's an author. He, he'd been an author of a book since he's 19. Wow. He is an amazing uh, martial artist. He's brilliant. Here's a here's an interesting thing that might serve people. I was thinking about this the other day, Dan. I was like, you know, people talk about this, sending their kids to college and stuff. And I think there's a place for that. But I was mm-hmm. like, my son, he already works in, in this company with us. He's so brilliant. He's a, a mindset coach. He helps people grow companies. And I'm like, your kids only need that if you didn't invest in your kids to learn that. My kids mm. got like a master's degree in business and mindset because the last over a decade of his life, I was bringing him to trainings and seminars and sitting mm-hmm. in my company and watching me work. And it's mm-hmm. funny, sometimes you think they're just coloring and, and causing chaos in the corner, but they're not. They're, they're listening. All in. Mm-hmm. They're listening. Mm-hmm. And, and now yeah. I get to see results. So I'm sharing that because Oh, well, to have a two-year-old is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything they tell you is all true. You're going to snap your fingers and then he's going to be throwing you all around the house because mm-hmm. he'll be bigger and stronger, yeah. which is a gift. Also, I told my son, I'm so proud that you're strong and glad you're strong because you're going to have to probably carry me someday. <laughs> I want Definitely. you to be stronger than me. <laughs> be strong enough protect to carry me. me, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, think of it. Um, so... I got into martial arts very young as well. My 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 dad took me. I did a Wadaru karate side off, and then I did a little bit of Shaolin kung fu. Some mm. like close friends of mine, their their uncle was a grandmaster, and we trained pretty much three four times a week for many years. I did some Chinese boxing. I never ended up actually sticking with one thing for a very long time. I'd always sort of drift over to something else. And then most recently, I got into BJJ. Unfortunately, COVID smashed my my progress with that, but. Yeah, I always found that 
there's a level of mental and physical discipline that you develop through martial arts that I haven't seen anything else that gives you that at all. Just the, you know, the discipline to, to follow through attention to detail. Have you found that your martial arts training has been supportive for you in life and business? Oh yeah, so much. Actually, if, if you had asked me to tell the viewers, if there was just one thing, you could only do one thing that would deliver you the life you desire. I would say martial arts. Mm. I mean, not only is it created focus, it, it, it created, it creates a flaw, a philosophy inside of you. Mm-hmm. And my instructor taught me this like a long time ago, decades ago. He said, look, there's three pieces. There's mind, there's body, and there's spirit. Mm-hmm. And he said, if your mind is full of garbage and it's it's not thinking right and it's distracted, well, you'll never be connected to spirit. Mm-hmm. If your mind is good, but your body's fatigued and worn out, well, then it's going to take your mind away. You're not going to be connected to spirit. You don't get connected to a spirit without a focused mind and body. And, mm-hmm. and that's simple three steps, three pieces have served me so well mm-hmm. in going, okay, hang on a minute. Is this a mind problem? Is it a physical body problem? Is it a belief? Spirit can be looked at as belief problem. Mm-hmm. So it, it has served me like really, really well. Now, did I know... Uh, that was not my first intention. My intention mm-hmm. was to never get beat up like I did again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I made a promise that day, like that's not going to happen in this lifetime. It was mm-hmm. all the gifts that came later that I started to learn from different in instructors. And today it's so, so great. And just so you know, as a tip, like um, when COVID came in, like my son started teaching one-on-one clients uh, virtually mm-hmm. and tell them, okay, roll on the floor. Uh, mm-hmm. Grab a blanket, roll it up. That's your opponent right now. So grab a mm-hmm. big blanket and and actually at people still training until the world uh, opened back up some, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to, I've had a pretty brutal travel schedule, but one of the things I'm looking, I'm stopping work this year. I normally don't work in December because the whole family's birthdays are December and Christmas, oh, but I'm closing up early this year and I'm definitely going to be dedicating some time. I might go and do like like a nice boot camp, but just to throw myself into it, just to reset the system and get into it and get back into training. I'm yeah. So I, I'm excited just hearing you talk about it. So <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we, uh, in my house, it's funny, we would go look at homes and mm-hmm. my wife would be, do you like this house? I'm like, where's the dojo going to go? <laughs> so, you know, the buying of the house had to be the fitting of the dojo. So every house we've had, uh, even That's when we rented 30 years, uh, yeah. had a dojo in it. So, which was really great, you know, for talking about like when my kids would play, mm-hmm. we wouldn't play in a play uh, playroom. We'd go, let's go in the dojo. Project. So they would mm-hmm. be rolling on the mat and there would mm-hmm. be a heavy bag and I'd be throwing rubber Chinese stars at them to make them their reflexes like <laughs> ninjas and stuff. But, um, Amazing. but it, it created a place of part serenity part grounding, mm-hmm. part focus. And now I could see it later in their lives, how it, how it affected them, you know? Mm. Awesome. 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 Well, Mike, it's been absolutely um, delightful speaking with you today. I'm glad to have made your acquaintance. I am sure that the audience have got many things to walk away with today. I definitely have some and really grateful for your time. Uh, is there any cl- closing thoughts that you've got for the listeners today? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, think of your mind. I wrote a book called Mind Power. 
Um, mm-hmm. Any listeners could get it free if they we'll, want. We'll, we'll, pop, we'll pop the link in. Just give us yeah, a link. We'll yeah. pop it in the show notes for people to grab that. I would say your mind is your superpower. Mm-hmm. So if you start investing time in actually your mind and start mm-hmm. to just evaluate, like, and, and here's a simple one they could do is they, they leave this uh, great session you put on here, is ask yourself one simple question. Mm. Whose thought is that? Mm. And is it still a true thought for you? Is Mm. it really your thought or your mom's thought? Is it your Mm -hmm. thought or your dad's thought? Is it your thought or the thought because you got bullied? And is Mm -hmm. that still true? And does it have to be true for you? Mm -hmm. And if you could start evaluating your mind like that, I have no doubt everybody's life is going to change. But I'm super honored to be here with everybody. Dan, you're doing a great thing for the world, my friend. Thank you, sir. Keep doing it because- one little thing, we don't always know the changes we're making in the world, but I, I could tell everybody here, you're making changes. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So guys, thank you for tuning in today. Um, again, Mike shared some hot bots today. Make sure you go and grab his book, tune into what he's doing and just, you know, support someone who's doing great things in the world. There is somebody that you know right now who will be blessed and served by this episode. Why don't you go ahead and share it right now and let them know that they can consciously choose an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Until next time, guys, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Doing With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.